127 on the mic exists simply as an extension of our college ministry 127 at FBC Brian. Our prayer is that this podcast be used in accordance with you belonging and investing into a local body. We hope that this resource is growing in a relationship with and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What's up, podcast world? We have a new idea, and we're going to try this out. It's simply called 127 on the mic. Um, And what this is is simply um, just me and two of my friends, and we'll get to them in a second, um, just talking about the most random things. Um, And we're super, super excited. For those who don't know who this is, um, this is Zach Wells. I am the college guys intern for 127, and we'll also get into what that is as well. Um, a little bit about me. Um, I am from Houston, Texas, northwest Houston, um, spring to be exact. Um, it's about an hour out. I um, came here my freshman year to FBC Bryan, um, got plugged into the college ministry super, super quick, um, and fell in love with the people here. Um, it was a pretty small group of guys, um, all freshman guys, a scary group of people, <laughs> um, if, I, if I'm being honest. But... Um, yeah, honestly, just fell in love with um, community here, and we'll probably get more into um, kind of how I grew up, probably in a, in a future episode um, or whatnot, but um, I never really had godly community before coming here um, to college, and so um, 127 has truly um, been such a blessing in my life, and I'm excited to kind of share um, a little bit about that throughout the coming weeks as we continue to wrestle just with topics that y'all submit um, and want to hear about biblically, um, but there are two people sitting next to me, um, and y'all probably want to get to know them as well because um, I'm not as cool as them. They're cooler than me. Um, so if one of y'all want to want to introduce yourselves, and then the other one will go. I was told I have to go first, so it's John Davison, and I have the joy of serving as the college pastor here at FBC Bryan uh, with our friends at 127. And I've been married for 17 plus years to my wife Alyssa. We got two boys, Finley and Kyler, 13 and 11. And then baby sister, uh, our little adopted daughter, hanging out in Haiti. We're just trying to get her home um, as as quick as we can. I've uh, been doing ministry now uh, since 1999. That's a long time. That's a long time, <laughs> friends. And so this is uh, quick math. Year 23. Um, and oh, there's no juniors or seniors in here. All of that time, <laughs> I had to hit the pause for something. All of that time, um, mainly working with students. And uh, we're thankful that the Lord brought us here three years ago, and the journey that we've been on, even to get to this point, uh, has been a joy. Uh, in my spare time, I like I like throwing discs at baskets. Wow. Um, like uh, playing the guitar, uh, love to cook, uh, which like right after this podcast, I'm going straight to do that. So to the grocery store for some, some retail therapy, and then uh, straight to the kitchen. So... Uh, that's a lot about me. You'll probably hear more, again, as Zach said, more about my story in a later uh, episode because we just don't have the space. What is your favorite meal to cook? Favorite meal to cook? Um, Put on the spot. Yeah, I mean, it's probably what I'm actually cooking tonight per a request is uh, called spicy Romano chicken. And so it, it's pretty complex pretty complex because you have, a, you have to make two different sauces and then I'm smoking chicken outside and then we... You do a it's it's part of noodle noodle dish too, and so uh, there's a lot that happens in that. There's a lot of a lot of mental gymnastics that takes place in that dish, and so it's just a fun one to to throw down on for sure. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Well, to my other side is another special special guest that'll be here basically every single week unless some extraneous circumstance. You want to introduce it? introduce yourself? 
Yeah, so I'm T Taylor. That is the letter T. A lot of people get it confused with the drink, but name is just a letter. Makes it easy to spell since I was a mathematics major at AM, graduated in December of 21, and old. been, yeah, I'm getting old. Uh, college students like to remind me of that, but been doing, I guess, ministry since that, that kind of summer before 21. So, summer 21 up until this point, and I get the honor to serve as associate college pastor here at First Baptist Bryan with 127, and it's been a blessing. And so, um, still 22 years old. So, John's been doing ministry longer than I've been alive. So if we're going to call someone old... Thanks for that. I'm going to jump on a, wow. that bandwagon. Wow. But I am from Kilgore, Texas, a little bitty East Texas old town, and I love it. Love being from East Texas, where 903 people are strong here in 127. We, we let people know it, too. And so I love it. Free time kind of consists of same thing as John. I like to like throw discs at baskets. Um, played for A&M for a little bit, playing some disc golf. It's a good time. Also love anything outdoors, whether that's hunting, fishing, hiking, just about any sports. And if I'm doing something, it's probably watching the Aggies, Cowboys, Rockets, or Astros. So go Stros, go Stros, baby. <laughs> we about to win the series, World Series. That is, yeah, you heard it this here. year, this fall. I'm excited for it. Well, um, I I don't want to assume that everyone listening to this has been to 127, been to FBC, Brian. I know a lot of you probably are. Um, especially when this episode first comes out. But um, I just want to ask you all, like, like who, who is, like, 127? What is 127? How did it come to be? Um, like, why are we sitting here right now? Bro. Um, well, when I, when I came in 2019, I came in December of 2019 uh, to a church that um, really, really loved college students in a gigantic college town. Um, with uh, a college ministry that that had previously been led by somebody who was uh, who was great at discipleship, who um, had had built had, had built a pretty um, deep um, bunch of students or handful of students, um, but uh, the the width of the ministry just wasn't really there, um, and uh, they really didn't have an identity. Um, it's not a good or a bad thing, but but in my experience in student ministry, I knew that if if we could give students something to hold on to. Um, even a brand to look at, something that was just talked about, uh, that would be beneficial. And so we started the process, really, when, when you say, what is 127, you go, what's well, a college ministry at a church? Um, but a little bit more than that, I knew that it needed it needed a name um, and kind of needed not a face as, as far as a human goes, but just a, a face that was a purpose in it. Um, and so in my experience, this, this is what I looked at. I looked around the community that's full of just some really, really solid churches. And First Baptist College Station, not to be confused with First Baptist Bryan, um, their college ministry was called First College, and that's brilliant. Like, and I would have loved to take in First College, and I, I couldn't. Um, and so if, if, and I didn't want to be f- the college ministry at First Baptist Bryan or any of those things. I wanted to shorten it. Um, and in my experience also, going after a name that is not, um, going after a word name that's not your church can sometimes be just a little a little cheesy. Um, and so it's like refuel or, or something like that. It, this wasn't what we were going for. Got to take the vows out and yeah. make them real cool real quick. And so the, really the safe play um, was to find a verse that became an identity and then use that verse um, oftentimes as the address. I've done that in one other ministry um, before previously that just it, the branding and everything really worked. 
And so our, our church's purpose statement at First Baptist Bryan is to make Christ our all and to share him with all. And I was looking for um, spaces in Scripture that really highlighted that without just directly saying it. And journeying through Philippians um, ran across this chunk of Scripture, which is Philippians 127, but even before that, what Paul was saying, setting up that verse, um, talking about no matter what's going on in your world and um, wherever God is taking you and whatever it looks like, and, and that, that's the famous to live as Christ, to die as gain chunk of Scripture, he, he transitions that thought um, from himself to the people of the church with this statement, says, whatever happens, conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. So then whether I come and see you or only hear about you from afar, thou will know that you are standing firm in one spirit and you're striving together or contending together or fighting together for the hope of the gospel. Um, and those two statements, stand firm and strive together, just really stood out. And it, it, was, it gave this thought of making Christ your all um, and, and just standing firm in that and then sharing him with all. And the easiest way that we see that happen in college students is that they do that together, that they strive, they have purpose together to chase after that. And so 127 was, was kind of born at that point. Um, the good and the bad of that is when you come on staff at a church, especially um, in a ministry position, is uh, when you're wanting to make changes, those things are hard. And I showed up in December of 2019, and then COVID showed up in March of 2020. Mm -hmm. And as as frustrating as that was to a lot of people, what it allowed us to do in college ministry was to um, kind of rip off the Band-Aid in mm -hmm. a couple places without offending people. We were able to shift a lot of things in ministry because there was no ministry. And when people came back, we had a combination of people that had graduated um, or uh, underclassmen, if you want to call them that, freshmen and sophomores who really didn't have much of experience in the ministry anyway. And so we could almost do what we wanted to hmm. directionally. Um, and so the combination of that verse and then COVID and a shift in ministry was really how 127 came to be where we're at now, I guess. Yeah, that is honestly such a sweet story. And I think the Lord's hand was truly behind just everything that was happening. I know a lot of people had um, a lot of tough situations during COVID, um, but there's also been a lot of, of beautiful things that have come out um, of, of that whole season that everyone had to walk through, um, it seemed like. And so um, my next question, and this can be directed to either of y'all, is is sort of what um, kind of ministries within the ministry of 127 do we um, strive for the goal of, of standing firm and striving together? Like, how are we accomplishing this within 127? Yeah, I mean, I can touch on that. We... As a ministry, we want to want people to serve. Is that's one of our big things. When when I came here about a year and a half ago, I'm gonna say it was about somewhere around then. Is that was one of the big things that attracted me to this, and even before then, is knowing John when he was discipling me when I was somewhere else, was seeing people's heart for service. And so, with that in mind, is the opportunities we have to serve and be plugged in other ministries are really really cool. And so, I mean, we have our co-ed Bible studies that meet weekly. There's two a day, Monday through Thursday, which makes it really cool for people to gather in a house, gather, kind of step outside of church, step out um, just from their normal schedule during the week and, and strive strive together, um, which is really, really cool because they get to do that during the week and build those relationships and come Sunday. It's like, hey, those are my people. Let's sit with them or whatever it is. And so we have the Bible studies. We have our experience team led by eight different people from the people who greet you at the door to check you in to the people who get you connected to our what we call our grunt monkeys who to tear down and set everything up it's a started as a joke and now they're a team and they do a phenomenal job led by two great guys and 
the just from service, um, quite literally physical service. It is really cool to see those guys serve. And then we also have our freshman ministry. It's called Freshman Equip. The girls and guys both meet separately with their own gender on Wednesday nights. Girls a little bit earlier, guys a little bit later. And so kind of get a dive into what it means um, to, to see Christ and going into your freshman year, because I know freshman year, especially for me and most people, it was pretty tough. And so giving them a space to find community with other people in the same walk of life and find encouragement from older people who have walked through that is a really cool deal. And then within our church, just in general, youth, kids, whatever it is, is there's so many opportunities. We have guys that drive golf carts on Sunday morning um, and pick up all the old people in the parking lot. And it's one of the coolest thing. I'm a yeah. little, little jealous that I'm not able to do it because of my time, because it, it does seem fun. But there are so many ways that they can just go and serve, and that's a it's a really cool thing. Is is we want people once they get plugged in and they begin to attend and belong. Is hey, let's let's find a place for you to serve and, and love people well. And so, yeah, yeah, lots of ways. That's you, awesome. Yeah, I I said this before. It, it it's a church that loves college students, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's a church that's full of a wide demographic of people. Um, and so our college students have the opportunity to, to connect and to plug into a lot of different places. And it's one of the things when really when I was interview, interviewing for this job back in 2019 that jumped out to me um, was what would it look like to allow college students to engage with um, a lot of different generations, which our church, if you walk through our hallways, mm-hmm. you, will, you will see that. Um, but to, to gain experience in a lot of a lot of different ways and to be able to probably more so than any church that I've um, served at to use their gifts and to use their gifts really quickly. Because if, if you, if you really dislike people, um, then we have a spot for that. And if you really love people, we have a spot for that. And if you're musical, we have a spot for that. And, and our staff flexes in that space. And so if, and, and this isn't an insult, but if you're the, the orchestra kid who, who, feels awkward in a lot of spaces, yeah. then you have a space here because sure. we still do a, a contemporary or a traditional service that that has a full orchestra. Um, and if you're the other side of that, then then you have a space. And it was one of the more attractive parts of coming to a church is that they, they were already set up um, to allow a college ministry to grow um, by plugging students into areas of service. And and I say this from stage, and and this is not a me thing, but... But you will connect most to the local church if you if you love that church as far as attending, but then if you're serving that church faithfully, yeah. um, living out your purpose in that. And we're going to continue to push that. And one of the things that has, has allowed us to do is for our college ministry to grow, because if all of our college students just came to a college service, mm-hmm. we wouldn't fit in any room. And so what we've uh, what we've done is push students out into areas of space during a college service, and so they're serving in children's and in student and greeting and on a stage and in a bunch of different places so that other students can then have their spot. And that becomes circular and we just continue to push students that way. Yeah, that is something that's really unique um, about about just our ministry here. We, we love when college students get to serve and we challenge every college student to find a place to serve. Um, this is kind of a follow-up question to kind of ministries that we have happening throughout the week, but what could someone kind of expect who's completely new, never been to this church before? What can they expect as a college student walking in Sunday mornings, um, who might they see? Um, maybe talk a little bit about Sunday nights. I'm like, what does that look like? Yeah, so Sunday morning, I'm going to start with this. You're probably going to see a guy named Daniel Lee running around with a sign yelling at you, and, and it's not a bad thing. That's just his giftedness. He knows people, and he, he's real loud, and, and so it's easy to spot him. So you're probably going to see him pretty early. 
But walking in, you're going to see people holding signs, people running around, whatever it is. And so stepping in, we have what's called group life. Um, it's just a fancy way to say Sunday school, so it doesn't scare people away sometimes. But we have that at 10 o'clock, and basically that entails we bring in breakfast. Um, so whether it's, I mean, last week we had homemade biscuits and gravy and bacon. Biscuits. and egg. We had 450 <laughs> biscuits out there by a family in our church who was like, hey, we'll do this. And sometimes we go like real cheesy, like we're going to go cereal and Pop-Tarts or cinnamon rolls or we'll bring in some like breakfast tacos donuts whatever it is and so we have breakfast and then somebody between kind of us three here or even our our girl and student Susanna spoke last week is quick lesson and then we like to break up into groups and give you a space to kind of talk with one another and kind of a challenge before the week starts and then at 11 15 we roll over to our contemporary service which is where we all gather together and, and it's a lot of fun we get to sit college students up in the choir loft because it's so full and it's fun to look up and, and see them worshiping back there behind around yeah it's a it's a good time it's basically becomes a full circle and you get to see them worship up there which is really cool so that's at 11 15 and then we take a short little break and for some of us we don't we don't leave church for very long <laughs> take about a 15 minute sunday afternoon nap and then yeah. we get back up here to start cooking meet with bible say leaders whatever it is but at seven we have free dinner for everyone. And so that's honestly... Every week. Yeah, every week, free dinner at 7. I think that's one of the coolest parts of this ministry is that when I stepped in, just kind of kind of blew me away is at 7, you come and you get to see and sit around these tables with these people. And like being a Baptist church, we're real good at food um, and fellowship. We're good at friends, food, and fellowship. That's what I like to say. Yeah. And you just gather and sit around table. That's where you get to build relationships and be like, oh, like, hey, this person, they go to this Bible study. Let me try that out. Or, hey... Do you want to go study sometime? And so you build those relationships. And then at eight, we roll over to our kind of main auditorium and worship space. And that's, we'll go into worship. And then John uh, preaches a sermon and then we'll wrap up with some worship. And then we go into what's called Matt's house afterwards. Matt's house is not some random dude's house that we gather at. It is the name of like a building at our church. It has a gym. I was so lost the first time. A, yeah, <laughs> John, John used to tell me, hey, we, you want to come over and hang out at Matt's house? I'm like, who's Matt and why is his house so big? And so it was real confusing. But Matt's house is our like gym. It's kind of our youth building, but it has a gym and yep. a hangout space. And so we go over there, throw up volleyball. People play dork ball on the pool table. A ton of people do homework as school secret gets going. Hitler. The secret Hitler gets come crazy. On. Two rooms and a boom's about to get going. Come on. And so go over there and hang out after, and we just go till the last intern's ready to lock up, and typically that ends up being like one or two. And so the relationships built in that space are really, really cool on Sundays. Yeah, there's a lot of just unique spaces um, that college students get to walk in, especially here at First Baptist um, in Bryan. And so um, we hope that maybe if you have never checked us out before, maybe there's a Sunday that you can just um, come on over. We love to welcome you in and just... Um, kind of show you what we have to offer in a sense. Um, but um, sort of my kind of last question here, I'm kind of already hit on this, that this podcast is going to be a weekly podcast where we kind of walk through things. But um, just so they can kind of get in deeper detail, what kind of is this podcast for? What's the purpose of it? Um, and how are we going to kind of structure this? May, I've been asked this question um, by a couple different people now that heard that we were doing it or walked by and saw yeah. <laughs> uh, that we were doing it or sent me a text while we we're sitting here. Um, I, I think we're probably going to land in a space based off of the giftedness of the people in this room and sort of the direction of our ministry that you're probably going to hear about 50% kind of theological stuff that we're just wrestling through. Um, and these are going to just be short things thrown at you. Um, probably 25% spiritual development um, and then 25% story. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I think that's going to be uh, what's God doing around us? Who are some people that we just need to put at the table and, and have conversations and be encouraged by? 
um, especially even outside of our walls. Yeah. Uh, as as we recognize a lot of what college students, not a lot, almost all of what college students do is they're going to exist in this space for a short amount of time and then be sent mm-hmm. somewhere. And so uh, we believe in what God's doing here, but also we 100% believe in what God is doing in a lot of other spaces in this community. And so um, student orgs and um, places that they can plug into with with other organizations and even churches. We just want to want to hear their stories and be encouraged by them. And so that's kind of the purpose that um, it will serve uh, underneath this umbrella. That um, as we talk about standing firm and striving together, that striving together thing becomes a little frustrating in that we only get to do that for a couple hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we they said it we're intentional about our spaces. And so Sunday night. You get here at seven and you eat with us and then we go into worship at eight and then like nine thirty or so, then you're at Matt's house and then at one o'clock you're still here in mm-hmm. the morning and um, you've realized that you've just spent like six hours with people, which is what we want. It's intentionally designed that way. Um, but then also I get to in that time period, maybe have four or five like real intentional conversations with people. This space allows us to have intentional conversations with a lot of people um, and so you can write in and go, Hey, I've been thinking about this. Could you talk about it? That could happen. Um, but also we can address some things that we just can't address in a normal space. Um, so this, this allows, um, not that our voice is really important. Um, but the, the part of striving together is real important to us. And so we want to wrestle with some things and give time to wrestle, um, with some of those things is what I think we, we get to accomplish. Yeah. I mean, John hit it right, right on the head there. Um, if y'all have any sort of ideas or things that you're wrestling through. I mean, it could be theologically or just like generally speaking, how do I live in this space as a Christian? Like, what do I do? Um, if you have any of those um, questions or ideas, come find either me, T, or John. You can submit it to us on our social medias. You can find us on Instagram at 127FBCBrian. I believe it's the same on Facebook. Um, it is. It is. There you go. Yeah. Um, so if you do have any um, ideas or people you just want to see, maybe even you yourself have an incredible story that that the Lord moved through and you want to share it, we would love to have you on here. So um, just let us know that. Um, there's a multitude of ways you can let us know. Again, find one of us, social media. There's also a Google form that rolls through slides on Sunday mornings and Sunday nights that you can fill out, um, and that'll get to us as well. So y'all got anything else? Any concluding thoughts? They're uh, shaking. Oh. Go I'm ahead. silent, bro. I'm silent. I got nothing. He's got nothing. All right. Well, that concludes our first episode. We will see you guys next week. I would tell you what we're talking about next week, but you're going to have to come find out. So we will see you guys next week. See you.